0: Spider friends, go for it! Transform
1: and roll out, and I'll form the head. That's
0: what she said. Go! Hey, this is Jonathan, and this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me podcast. Jonathan, what
1: are we talking about today? Well, first of all, say welcome back, Mister Kater. What's that? How's your your vacay? It was nice. It's very, very nice. I'm recharged. I'm
0: refreshed. And uh, yeah, I miss talking to you, man.
1: Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Well, good, because we have a lot of catching up to do with our uh, weekend geeks. (laughs) Um, And we're a little late. This brings us to this podcast, which is why we're a little late with it, because even though we didn't miss any of our weekly shows, because we did pre-record a couple of shows, we did miss out on uh x-men dark phoenix doing a proper review when it came out because you were on vacation yeah blame me so i was doing
0: you a favor apparently (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll talk
1: about it we'll talk about it uh yeah so this is our review well we don't do reviews like we always say this is our discussion yeah on dark phoenix uh warning alerts. if you haven't seen the movie or you choose not to see the movie uh we're gonna spoil the crap out of this movie oh all right so uh, i saw it the day it opened Actually, I saw it the Thursday it opened. I got a nice little keychain. It was called the AMC fan event. Oh, wait. so It it was just
0: AMC or did it have like an X-Men thing?
1: No, it was was an X-Men keychain, but it was called the – I got it because it was called the AMC uh, opening event. So it was 6 o'clock on a Thursday when it was supposed to open on a Friday. Nice. All right, so I saw it then, and my theater was maybe a third full. Oh well, that's not bad. was definitely was solid. No, wasn't bad for a 6 o'clock movie. And uh yeah. So um you saw uh this over the weekend, right? When you got back? Yeah. You know
0: it's interesting? I mean, you and I did an X-Men retrospective like what? Last week or two weeks or so, or when the show dropped. And last week. Last week. I would say of all the films, I you know, you and I, I can probably say this have seen all the Films, right, in the theaters mm-hmm. at least, and and to some degree they were they're quite entertaining. Um, with with our our most recent favorite probably being um, Days of Future Past, which was not too long ago, right? I mean that was Hey, First Class was good, Days of Future Past was good, right? Uh, Apocalypse well, not so good. No bueno. No bueno. So this was this is this X Men movie. Like, I would say all of them made a lot of money. Boy, I mean, like, yeah. walking into this one, this was, this was getting a lot of, like, hits from the reviews.
1: Uh, well, my I'm of the opinion that this movie didn't have a chance before it even opened. Uh, it's just a lot of bad mojo surrounding it. It was rescheduled quite a few times. Uh, they had to go back and reshoot the ending. Um, so there was a lot of... A lot of negative press for this movie before it came out and there was it was curious people were curious why they weren't calling x-men dark phoenix it was just dark, dark phoenix
0: yeah
1: and um it's kind of like i guess people were viewing it as like the last gasp of fox movies you know because they are officially disney now and even when they were making this film the rumors were there disney was pushing pretty hard to buy fox so it seems like even the filmmakers were kind of in limbo about it um and then it comes out after the movie uh comes out it comes out in the news that um, a lot of the reshoots especially the ending because the ending battle was supposed to take place in space and she was going to be like all powerful and apparently that um uh it mirrored captain marvel a lot like the end of captain marvel mm-hmm. so uh it's not it's not proven or anything but everybody's speculating that you know, since Marvel was buying Fox, or I'm sorry, not Marvel, Disney was buying Fox, that they put pressure on on Fox to change the ending of X-Men, so it's not so similar to Captain Marvel, which makes sense because they came out like two months apart. In fact, I think, I think X-Men origin was originally supposed to come out before Captain Marvel.
0: Oh, a long time ago. They, they, they right. finished production on this movie back yet. in October 2017, and then they, mm-hmm. they, they reshot the whole third act late in 2018. I mean, that's... Right. So that's the,
1: Yeah, I think it was, if it came out, I think it was originally November 2018, then February 2019. And if it had hit either of those dates, it would have came out before Captain Marvel. And then if the endings were similar, it would look like Captain Marvel was copying off of X-Men, even, you know, because it came out sooner. Um, But do you think that's, that's one of the reasons
0: of the demise of this actual film? I mean, you know, to do the Dark Phoenix saga again, I mean all right i think if this is what's bugging me about this film they, they try to do that with x-men last stand they, they did the darks phoenix storyline and when right. they came out with days of future past man they ended that film with a great reset you know i mean it yeah, was yeah. it was a perfect way to say hey we you know we have all these franchises after days of future past here's your reset here's where everything's going to start making sense and then Apocalypse comes out, and then this movie comes out. And it just totally throws what they did right. right out the window.
1: And well, the thing is, they had they had the two best endings because they had Days of Future Past ended, you know, could be a good ending to the X Men story. Yeah, and then you have Logan being the, a really great ending to the Wolverine story. Except, you know, you find out that, that Professor X winds up killing the X Men. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they if they could have ended on those two movies, it would have been great. Apocalypse, I don't know what Apocalypse's problem was, but I'm going to – look, I'm going to be that voice. I'm going to be the guy saying I don't think Dark Phoenix was – a lot of people call it the worst sex movie and it's by far not the worst sex movie. No, it's not. It's not. No. No, Last Stand is atrocious and Apocalypse is really bad. Yeah. So it's probably the third worst. I mean if we're counting the Wolverine movies, that Wolverine with uh, Ryan Reynolds is a bad movie. That's a really bad movie That's a bad movie, yeah. Yeah, so um, you know it might be the third or fourth worst X Men movie. It's it's I look, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I didn't have any of the negative expectations going into it. I just wanted a nice two hour movie with X Men in it, and that I could eat popcorn to. And I don't, you know, it doesn't need to. I was not gonna rush home and do a video essay on YouTube about it anyway. So <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. I it's something you know with the, with the A plot with the a list pass you know if I'm bored during the summer and it's in the theater somewhere I might go see it again and you, you know what was what was one of our major complaints that the X-Men never wore costumes well they opened this movie wearing costumes you know and I think that's great and yeah, um I
0: didn't, I didn't read what the complaints were and I'll tell you, I'll be very honest with you uh, I did there's nothing in this movie that, that I thought was like oh well that's just terrible N- not nothing you know I, I, if anything I think I even texted you while I was watching the movie. I said, I'm bored. <laughs> I yeah. mean, if anything, that's probably my biggest complaint because the movie starts off really well. That whole, whole opening sequence where, where where they're up in space, that was actually pretty cool. You know, like mm-hmm. it, they were using the powers, they were working as a team. Okay, so th- this is a story. And then right from then, then on, boy, things really slow down. Because when I'm thinking X-Men movies, I'm thinking... Action, you know, I'm, I'm thinking a little bit more upbeat, a little more up tempo, and and it really doesn't kick in again till the very very end of the movie, and then that's right. really it. I wasn't sitting there like, oh well, God, like I, I don't, I never felt any of those actors that play the part were just, you know, just walking through their parts. I, I felt like they're doing it as be, best as they could. Yeah, a fast bender, is that his name? Fast bender, fast bender. Fast. Yeah, uh,
1: Magneto. Yeah, fast bender.
0: Dude, th- this guy's awesome. You know, I mean, he's he's oh, a great yeah, he's Magneto. Really James McAvoy, a great actor. I mean, I, I thought everyone did their part well. It's just, uh, again, there's nothing I I, I want to say I, I disliked or hated about this movie, other than it was just paced wrong. You know, like it just felt yeah. off. That that's that's basically it. But yeah, to say it like, cause I was reading it's like the worst movie worst frame like oh that's that's really far-fetched because it's definitely last yeah. name was bad that was bad and you're right the x that wolverine movie that was bad that was really bad
1: yeah yeah so well the, the there's there's i'll tell you what my when i walked down to the theater this is exactly what i thought i'm like this is a movie that started a lot of different threads were great stories but they didn't finish them hmm. and you know when you, when they talk about movies or tv shows they talk about the a story which is like the main story the b story which is like you know this had like an a b c d story you know you had a you had obviously the phoenix uh story then you have uh xavier's uh xavier and raven you know about how he's really enjoying the limelight and and getting off on on, on being popular and you know, not being hunted again. And, he, you know, he makes a valid point. He's like, yeah, we got to save them because we're we're always a breath away from being hunted again. You know, so he's, after Apocalypse, they make it seem like, you know, they got some fame because they saved the world. You know, even Magneto the, he made a deal with the government to get his little, you know, own little, little island, which is they never say is, it, but it's, it's Genosha, is what they're saying online, but it's Genosha. When I walked down there, this, and I said they made the same mistake. I read something afterwards where, uh, Simon Kimberg, who wrote a direct, and directed, I think this is his directorial debut, he said he wanted to fix, he wanted to do Dark Phoenix right after Last Stand did it wrong. But he made a major mistake. In the comic book, it's called The Dark Phoenix Saga, right? It's not the Dark Phoenix story, it's the saga. Sagas take place over many, in comic books, they take place over many issues. So if they had gone from Days of Futures Past to... Um, a Phoenix movie where you, you meet Jean Gray and she whatever she has the accent and becomes powerful. The the comic book story, she's not Dark Phoenix from the get go. Mm. She's you have to invest in who she is. She's she becomes all powerful, she still remains a hero, and she uses her powers for good, you know? And she's celebrated because she's got she's this powerful Phoenix, you know, when she's in the green costume and, and she does these great things. You have to build on her and Cyclops's relationship why they care about each other and then this is why after if you're gonna do two more movies after days of future past should be the phoenix saga should be you can call the first one x-men phoenix and the next one x-men dark phoenix she has to have that journey of being great right and then giving up her life and then coming back as the dark phoenix and then them have that's that's the pathos of the whole thing the sadness of her her giving up her own life to save um uh, I mean, her, her slow change to the Phoenix, to the Dark Phoenix, from the Phoenix to the Dark Phoenix, where she slowly becomes kind of overtaken by this evil entity, this evil power within her, uh, and then the her—I don't remember. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. That, I think she she sacrifices herself in the end when the X Men try to stop her. Yeah. she has this moment of clarity where she kills herself, right? Yeah, and uh, that's uh, great. If, kind if of. the whole if the whole second movie is her. If, let's say you end. Let's say you end Phoenix with kind of like the darkness, like in the eyes or something. And you're like, oh my God, the next is going to be Dark Phoenix. And you open that up with her turning, and then the X Men have to stop her and fight her and go after her. And then she gets that moment of clarity where she kills herself, and the end of it ends with Cyclops holding her or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they should have done. They shouldn't have tried to do. You don't do the Dark Phoenix saga in one movie, it just doesn't work. Yeah.
0: Well, it, you um, can... But don't you think that's a problem? Well, my question is why did they even do this this storyline? I mean, of, of all the storylines, it's it's remembered as one of the worst storylines that they did in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's so much more to these X Men movies than this, than Dark Phoenix. You know, I mean, I don't understand why they had to revisit this particular storyline at all. Yeah, because you know, one of the things about if you're going to center around center the movie around Jean Grey, she only really comes into play in Apocalypse. You know, I have right. I, I've no interest in her in a sense of you know in the comic books the main players of X-Men you have the Cyclops Jean Grey Beast Iceman Angel I mean those are the characters you read for several several years and you know, well, I don't even remember if they were in the, the, the X-Men you know Phoenix storyline at that time but you're invested with Jean Grey you're, you're invested with her tremendously like she's like the staples well, of the original X-Men and same thing with Cyclops and then again here's another guy playing Cyclops where uh, the, the guy well it's not his fault, but the character in this movie of Cyclops, he's just another that kind of falls flat. I have no investment in this particular Jean Grey. Just like you said, a saga should be something that we've been seeing this Jean Grey character develop over several films. So mm. that way you, you do feel this particular loss when she, when she decides to sacrifice herself at the end of the movie. When she sacrifices herself at the end of the movie, I was just like, okay all right <laughs> what's yeah. next you know no, I, I, didn't, right. I didn't i didn't feel that magnitude i think that that maybe right. the director was looking for so when he says he wants to do it better i'm not too sure exactly what part of this movie was actually better it is better than last stand it is but i'm not too sure exactly what his vision of what he just did says this is going to be better than last stand
1: yeah i think uh, it's like i said i think this movie was kind of doomed when they greenlit Apocalypse. They should not have gone to Apocalypse. It's too big a. He's another, It's kind of like trying to do. You know, I hate to compare it, but it's like trying to do the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War in one movie.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: You know, it, it, look, Endgame and Infinity War worked because they had 18 movies building up. I'm not saying you have to build up to Dark Phoenix with all these other movies, but I, I think it would have been better served as two movies if you just. If you do Days of Futures Past, you know. Wolverine's not he doesn't need to be in it it's 10 years after you know the that event you know and, and it's you get to meet Gene and all this and, and let her be a hero in the first one because then the fall is even more spectacular yes. it, you know if they gave it to movies or even you know if they wanted to spend the money Dark Phoenix Trilogy that'd be amazing that would have been amazing yeah you know no, I, it's not no. a bit see I understand what you're saying about why do it again like I totally get that but my thing is this is a good story and if it's done right i think and maybe we, um, i don't know if in our lifetimes maybe in 10 15 years they, they try to do it again they do it right someone you know someone's gonna be brave enough to say give me more money than dark Phoenix again <laughs> um i think this is a story that is ripe for for being done well and you know it's kind of like uh, yeah i was gonna say it's like trying to do kingdom Come in one movie i don't know that you can do kingdom coming one movie um, and I only saw that because I just rewatched the Avengers thing, and that end fight reminded me of the end of Kingdom Come. Um But you can't do these these sprawling stories with one film. It just doesn't, that's why even Apocalypse didn't work. You need to build up a. The, uh, this is the biggest problem X Men's been having is they're not building up their villains correctly.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. You know. Well, no, yeah. These, I, I mean, you're right. Because even Loki, you know, Loki ends up in Avengers, but he had. um was one or two Thor movies i think just the one Thor movie but even he had a you know he came into it and if you saw thor thor you kind of knew who loki was you know they they tried to i don't know it's you you don't feel you don't feel the, the, the the magnitude of the villainy with apocalypse and with dark phoenix does that make
0: sense? No, it does. I mean, if you look at the recent Avengers movie and you look at Infinity War, I mean, you and I both agreed Infinity War is actually, it, it, for the from, from the purpose of looking as a movie, it was better than Endgame. Right. But when you look at Infinity War, it was the Thanos movie. We got a right. whole movie of just the bad guy. So it gives a weight to who he is and who our heroes are going up against. So it made Endgame that much more satisfying. When he lost in Endgame... It felt so good because mm-hmm. you knew what his motives were. They fleshed out that guy's character, and it made a lot of sense. Uh, right in Dark Phoenix, I mean, the bad guy was
1: what the, the the alien. Um, well, no, I guess you have to think, yeah, and the Phoenix entity. Yeah, it's uh, so it, I mean, weak. The... It's so it's such a weak,
0: uh, um, quote, quote finger's weak bad guy up in the air. Like I, I, there was no there you know i didn't know what like again when she died at the end of the film I was like well okay like okay what's next it was just it, i just yeah. felt a little empty again it's it's not the, i didn't sit there and watch the movie and say god this i just can't wait for this to be over it was just like okay i, I get yeah. it it just it felt like i know that this what movie went through a lot of edits and re-edits it, it, to me it's like hey man give it one more pass one more, one more look around at that script and let, let's really iron this sucker down. But hey, man, right. if they're forced by Disney to rewrite the whole third act, I guess it's not their fault, you know. Well, the thing
1: I mean, is, also, well, we don't know if that's true. That's going to be speculating. Uh, and also, uh, the other rumor was that the aliens were supposed to be scrolls. Like they were going to be named. They were supposed to be the scrolls um, and they had to change that. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. The thing about Dark Phoenix, again, I, I enjoyed it. For the two hours I sat there eating popcorn, I enjoyed it. I, it didn't impact my life afterwards. Um, I really haven't thought about the movie until you and I started talking about doing this episode after I saw it. But in, in, the, in a weird way, this is – look, do I think Last Jedi and Justice League were worse movies? Yes. But – because this is what's worse than being a bad movie is being a forgettable movie, and that's what this is. It's a forgettable movie. We're still talking, you know. You and I will still talk about Last Jedi. We'll still talk about Justice League. We'll bring these movies up uh, to to showcase what a bad movie is, or how it affects us, or at least me emotionally. You know, um, you know. You'll, you'll tell me to get over Last Jedi every time I bring it up, and I'm like, no, I refuse to. Yeah. But yeah. no, we're not going to say that about Dark Things because it's a forgettable movie. It's a. It's really between this and Apocalypse. It, it's 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 the frustrating thing of x-men movies from for the past 19 years you give us some great stuff and then you give us some garbage and mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you had age of i mean i'm sorry you had days of future past you have logan and then you throw this you had deadpool one and two yeah and then you throw these things at us, and we're like what are you guys doing get it together
0: you're there. so right i mean you you got really good actors in this film and, and people that that we've bought into from x-men first class i mean they've they've been developing um professor x and magneto's uh, relationship throughout all these movies and it's it becomes a throwaway at this point because the focus totally shifts away from them and goes on to gene gray no you're right dark Dark phoenix saga is it's if you had to pick like your top you know five x-men storylines this is up there absolutely it is yeah but uh God, give it justice, man. If you know if if they know this is their last time working on an X-Men movie, make it go out with a bang. I mean this this yeah. if anything, i it's it just falls flat. it's a it's a letdown knowing knowing that, you know, we both said that Blade was like the first Marvel movie, but in mm-hmm. reality, X-Men started that superhero franchise. You know, this is oh, what yeah. really started it. and and to see how this ends, Oh, that's poo-poo
1: <laughs> the success of x-men gave hollywood the courage to go out there and x-men begat x-men 2 begat spider-man spider-man 2 right. uh unfor- but and uh, to the point where they were so successful that they could throw out things like ghost rider and daredevil and still recover from it and still say no we're still gonna give comic book movies a chance you know? right right and I, just a lot of decisions didn't make sense like why even put quicksilver in the movie if you're just going to hurt him in the beginning, yeah. because and then we talked about this on probably on the last episode, they made Quicksilver too powerful too quickly. Right. And that's why they had to get him out of this movie, because with the way they had showcased his powers, he should he should be able to take care of Dark Phoenix, you know? Mm. So they so they injure him. So he's not just don't put him replace him. Put Angel in there. Put someone else in there. <laughs> um, and, and,
0: and Quicksilver arguably he like, you know, his first appearance in, in what was he? Uh, Days of Future Past. He was a, Days of Future Past. Yeah. I mean, he was a great character. It, he was fun to watch. He was like one of those little highlights, and he was yeah. like a little mini highlights in Apocalypse too. Mm-hmm. Then he and comes never, this this movie. Is like, oh, okay, you're done. <laughs>
1: but, but they never even follow through. So, you know, the fact that Magneto was his father was a running theme in Apocalypse. Yeah. And I th- I don't remember if it ends with him telling him or or acknowledging it, but they never follow through with that. Yeah. You know and. After all the things Magneto did, he was one of the horsemen. How does he, was government, make a deal with him? Even yes, he turned and, and helped stop. But I mean, Magneto has the same story in every in every movie. He tries to live a quiet life, but something happens and he gets drawn back into it. It's always on the bad side of things. Yeah, it's like stop already, learn a lesson. <laughs> you know. So uh, it's I, I I'll tell you what I really enjoyed about this movie is. I knew Raven. I knew Raven died. I didn't know how early or, or what the circumstances were. So, and because this was my uh, assumption, this was the last X Men movie Fox was going to do. I felt I was worried for the rest of the cast throughout the whole movie. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe they go for broke and they kill a couple of people. Mm. You know, all I was right. generally worried about Nightcrawler. I, I even Magneto. I think at one point I thought it was dead. Um, so I was like, all right, this. You know, this got real stakes. This movie has real stakes. Not everybody will survive this. Because, yeah. look, you, you knew Phoenix was going to die, too. If you have any passing knowledge of a Dark Phoenix saga, you know she's going to die. Right. So, you know, but I thought Cyclops had a chance of getting killed, Magneto, Nightcrawler. Um, and his little Berserker Rage thing, I was, I, didn't, I thought that was stupid. <laughs> I just like, that's nonsense. But
0: they allude to that she doesn't die, though. Because you, you, you clearly see right. the little phoenix, the phoenix thing up in the atmosphere someplace, so... Right.
1: Well, even the voiceover says she evolved into something else, or something like that.
0: Okay, you're yeah. you're. A, I have a question for you. You're a Game of Thrones yeah. guy, right? Um, Sophie Turner. Did you like her as Jane Grey? I
1: I don't know. I think I think she got cast because she's a redhead. <laughs> and I don't even know if she's a natural redhead, but she's a redhead on Game of Thrones.
0: All right, who literally? And she's, and who's she's the best tall. actor? Who Who's legitimately the best actor coming out of Game of Thrones? Oh, the, the, what's his
1: name? What do you mean? Oh, of all of them? Um, the guy that plays Tyrion. No, yeah, yeah. they have a lot of good actors. I'll tell you what, Sophie Turner was really good in her role on Game of Thrones. She's not, I don't think she's a bad actress. I just think, I don't know if the, the writing was here for her or anything else. I mean, Fassbender, I'm not saying she's a great actor. I mean, you look at Fassbender and McAvoy, and they they can act. I mean, we just saw McAvoy split this year. He's probably the best thing that happened in Split. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it. Uh, you know, these guys are going to be good in whatever they're in. It's kind of like, you know, you put Al Pacino in a frickin' uh, Adam Sandler movie, he's still going to be good, you know? Yeah. So I, I think Sophie Turner is more about, I don't think she was bad in this, I just thought she was meh. Ugh,
0: I don't like you her. Know? She's got that mm. face that just, when I think of Jean Grey, kind of like how I felt with uh, uh, who, who played Mary Jane with Tobey Maguire?
1: Kristen does. I hated yeah. that cast. That,
0: that, I was like, "Come on, man." Gene I, thought, Ray, I thought Mary my style Jane Hall would
1: have been a better Mary Jane. <laughs>
0: Who, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sophie Turner just doesn't do it for me.
1: I don't mind I mean, we got Famke Johnson in the first, and she was—I just felt she was too old for the role.
0: Well, for for Cy- especially pairing up to Cyclops.
1: Right, because oh. he was younger. But much younger. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't hate Sophie Turner in the role, but. And I, you look. don't ask me name someone better that could do the role better. I'm I don't know that stuff. But <laughs> someone should have called Marvel's casting department. Like, hey, what do you guys think? <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, like I said, the, none of the acting about I thought the Beast, I, I like him as an actor. I saw him earlier this year in Tolkien. He was good in that. And J-Lo did what she does. Or j Law, I mean, did, did what she does. And
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Jessica yeah. Chastain, I was like, what? I don't even understand why she was in the movie yeah i don't <laughs> yeah, just stupid i thought it was uh,
0: very very weird very very weird you
1: know it's funny as we keep talking about this being the last x-men movie it's not we saw new mutants coming out
0: oh that's not coming out
1: it's coming out but i don't know man it's it, i i kind of feel bad for dark phoenix because it is getting slammed i don't know if see i know i go on youtube and i watch all these videos after i watch movies i don't know if you do but it's really getting slammed and and people like did you when, she, when when Raven's like, you know, with seems like you guys are getting, always getting saved by the women. Maybe we should change the name to ex-women. Did you think that was like forced or did you like that?
0: Uh, I didn't even think about it.
1: Yeah, but I thought it was a funny line. I thought it, it felt natural. But it, I mean, people well, it was very true calm, what she said. Yeah. And people online just got to calm down a little bit too. They're like, oh, it's a feminist agenda because she said this. I'm like, no, this, that's silly.
0: That is yeah, because I didn't even think about that. That's
1: weird. Yeah, so um, yeah, but uh, it's it's because I go online, I watch all these videos, but uh, I don't know that. I mean, some people are complaining that oh Magneto should be sixty. Why is he being played by? Shut up, Magneto should be sixty. Yeah, well, this takes place in ninety two, and remember he was. was,
0: Oh, but see, but but what I understood is when they started doing uh, X Men like Apocalypse. That they're not really continuing on with the, the like they're not tying themselves with the original X Men,
1: right? Because the movie ends with no, this is a school of Jean Grey. Yeah, no, I mean, it's dude, not just First class, they redo the Nazi thing. Yeah, I remember. First class takes place in 1962. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So it's right 30 down. years later, and Hank hasn't an age He's a mutant. What? Ugh. Nobody's Nobody? aged. Charles got bald you know Ray, Ray is the only one I can explain it way she's a shapeshifter but uh, you know Mutants. I no what I'm saying is it's a stupid it's a stupid complaint
0: right no I get
1: you, you know, because yeah it's a stupid complaint so I'm just like you guys gotta get off that kind of stuff but it, it's a weird weird place we're in a weird place in history because of social media when it comes to movie reviews and people making 20 minute videos on why they hate movies oh
0: well it, hey, hey stop watching them how about that
1: no it's interesting I think it's interesting to get that aside you know to get because some, no, sometimes they make valid points but then when they get too over top you're like oh man you lost me you know you're like, okay, I can see that. You're right. The story needs to be stretched out a you know, I get that. Oh, she said that line. That means it's a feminist agenda. So, yeah, you, know, you lost mm, it. You yeah. know? No, I got it. Kind of like the,
0: the, something like uh, something motivated for their thoughts. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, I right. It's, just, right. It's, a, it's a freaking movie. And then, and that's exactly uh, how I took it. I sat there. I watched the movie. It is what it is. You know, because I think comic book fans, like you and I, we, we've read comic books. So we mm. have a, a bit of a history with these characters and stuff. And obviously, you want to give that justice to what what we've read you know to some degree and yeah. the, there's only so much Liberty I think some people would want to give like the movie industry industry to say hey this is when we, this is our vision of it and then you got the comic people that says hey no you got to get closer to the source material and stuff but yeah this movie was, was I don't funny, th- yeah. I don't think it, it it served it didn't do justice for other sides
1: it was it's funny I was thinking of our friend uh, uh, Jason who we did the um uh, we did an end game, like half hour with yeah. during one of our twigs, and he's just like it doesn't stick to the comic book. And I'm one of those guys that likes to movies the stick to the comic books. So as I'm watching Dark Thing I'm like, oh man, Jason's gonna hate this movie because <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally doesn't stick to the comic. Book. I mean, the beginning does with how she gets her powers, but other than that, yeah, it very much. That deviates that's around. about
0: it. It really does deviate from the source material, but mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it served its purpose in regards to this. Made the movie better that way. And so, yeah, that's but why I think it falls I, flat for me.
1: I liked the New York City fight. I liked the train fight. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was some really good stuff. And uh, even the end, at the very end. I mean, I, I knew how it was going to end. So there was no tension there with her and and the uh, and Jessica Chastain. Because yeah. you know she's going to sacrifice herself. You know, Jessica Chastain's not going to win. Um, I enjoyed the special effects. I enjoyed the stunt work. And, and it was uh, look, uh, you watch those. I've been watching a lot of the X-Men movies recently since we've been talking about them and X-Men 1 they barely used their powers well you know? yeah but it's a it's an origin movie too no I get that but it's nice you know to see Cyclops shooting his eyes off more than twice in a movie and it was just a good time I, I thought it was I thought it was really good it was very inventive use of the powers I thought it was awesome unnecessary for him to drag a subway train up because he's surrounded by metal cars <laughs> but um you know, it was just cool visuals, and uh, yeah, that it was really creepy when she made Xavier walk up the stairs.
0: Yeah, that was, that was weird.
1: Like, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But, but again, like we're, we're talking about bookends of the movie. You know, it starts off right. and ends with action, and when they do action, they do it very well. You know, I, I think people that that have worked on these X-Men movies and these Marvel movies, they 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 know action. Even the even the crappy DC movies, when it comes to action stuff, it's good stuff. It's 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 a popcorn yeah. flick. The problem is the stuff that's in, that was in between the beginning well, and of the movie.
1: I, I think that's the problem you have. You have filmmakers that think that these movies need to have great action and don't focus as much on the story. Sure. And I think, look, I think that's why there's almost love for Marvel because they focus on story and action, and they do action very, very well. I, I I dare you to look at any of the Captain America movies and tell me that their action's not good. But the writing holds up with it also, and and I just think, um. Well, Marvel there's, has there's the liberty;
0: they, they they stretch out this this whole buildup over ten years, so they can flesh these things out. I mean, we got two movies of of Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Right. You know, I mean that's that's all you get out of this. So th- there is no strong connection with, with me to her in regards to what 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 her her journey is as a character. So again, I mean, I, I, mean, I know I sound like I'm poo pooing the movie. I, I'm not. It's just you know. It's an X-Men movie. You want these things to be super I,
1: yeah. good. I think what X-Men shows us is because if you think about it, it took them longer. But it took them more years. But X-Men pretty much has maybe, maybe not the same movie count as all the Marvel movies. But it took them 17 years. But look – you look at the Marvel movies. The one main thing you have is Kevin Feige. There's no one running. There's no one running the X-Men ship the way Kevin Feige was. There's no one running the DC universe the way Kevin Feige was. So there's no unifying vision. There's no one guy that everybody reports to. And I think that's that's probably the biggest problem with all these shared universes that they're trying to get off the ground. That's why I'm super excited to see what Marvel does with the X-Men.
0: Do you think the vision? Okay, so X-Men. You know even when the comic book first came out it wasn't a runaway hit i mean it really hit its stride in in the 90s which is probably why this movie came out in the 90s but do you think the vision of professor x in regards to hey we're mutants we're like the minority you know you know what i mean like in comic books like we we're like we're hounded we're working looked down upon Right. Do you think that that's what was kind of lost in these recent X-Men films? Like, they, they don't really focus on that anymore.
1: Uh, yeah, well, Brian Singer definitely did in one and two. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, definitely then, so. Yeah, and he came back for Days of Future's Past, right? Which, you know, is, is the future of them being hunted by the Sentinels. So, yeah, I think if it's on a Brian Singer movie, they're not focusing on... What made X Men special.
0: Yeah. So that's my mm-hmm. point. I think with Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, they really did not emphasize the struggles of being a mutant. So you couldn't really empathize right. with these characters. If anything, hey my god, you have these superpowers, you must be awesome. We just saw ten years of Marvel movies. If you got superpowers, you're you're like cool and, and you're awesome. And in mm-hmm. this movie they have all these superpowers and they feel like they got problems. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if that's that's kind of the thing. Like that vision yeah. of what is professor professor X's vision like recently I think that's been really diminished and I think that's what you what you're losing in these X-Men films. The X-Men films is supposed to be about they are this small group looked down upon by society and they're supposed to and they're trying to feel good about themselves and you don't right. get that from this.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's something the comic books I think suffer from. From time to time, when they don't have really great writers on it, and I, I remember thinking, even when I was a kid reading comics, I'd be like, all right, well, you know, you'll have things where the X Men and the Avengers team up, blah blah blah, and then like three months later, because the story needs them to fight each other, hmm. they don't, you know, Captain America's hmm. like, oh well, we don't know how to trust mutants, blah, blah blah. I'm like, what? You just like three months ago, you were <laughs> stop it, you know, pick a road. But it's just, uh yeah, they don't know what to do and. I don't know, and I think I think that that main guy, like a Feige type guy, for the X Men movies was, and then it could have been Brian Singer, but he, you know, he got himself into a mess. You know, he didn't do X Men Three, so he could do Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah, and then they did First Class with Brian Vaughn, which I think was very good. And um, I he was supposed to do too, but I don't know why. He, I mean, not to Days uh, Future so I don't know why he didn't do it. And then Brian Singer came back, and it was good. But I think Brian Singer did Apocalypse also.
0: But I think when he did Apocalypse, he was in that he was tied up with that issue
1: that he was going Maybe through. The yeah, because it yeah, because
0: yeah. I, I remember reading something like he wasn't really around as a you know director. He wasn't really around to do his director job.
1: Okay. Because
0: he was going through that thing.
1: Yeah, he was accused of things.
0: Yeah.
1: Of um, sexual misdeeds. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he did direct it. And it's written by this guy, I don't know. Simon Kimberg has written some good stuff. I'm confused. Cause I think he did he, he wants to, and that's what's frustrating. When you get when you get guys like someone like Simon Kimberg who did um he did this movie, he did Apocalypse. Um he's producing Deadpool three. Where's his yeah, your writer? I'm trying to see if he did um, Days of Futures Fast. Dark Phoenix. You know, he
0: he could be a very good writer, I think. Like you yeah, said the very he did big, days of futures fast. The problem is not that. I think the problem is like what you said in the beginning of the show, this movie, you know, started production way back way back like two thousand seventeen or two thousand sixteen if if anything. And because of pushbacks and studio intervention, I think this is the the end result of that. That you're not having that clear vision of of maybe what the director had in mind or the screenwriter had in mind where you got some suits saying, "Hey, you can't do this because Captain Marvel or, or whatever the case may be." When you get that kind of intervention, there's only so much you can do. You know, Solo, like that was rewritten. I mean, was there was it ever a good movie? It possibly could have been until people started mm-hmm. uh, meddling. You know, they, they did the rewrites because it got bad fan reaction for Dark Phoenix, where that, that was like the, the initial reaction to it. All right, fine. I mean, I, I don't mind them working on things to make things better, but.
1: Uh, this well, was
0: a little I don't know, I, don't know if it was... I will
1: say this if if we say if we say Dark Phoenix uh, Wolverine Origins Last Stand and Apocalypse are the worst or the four worst X-Men movies he wrote three of them <laughs> he wrote last he wrote Last Stand Did he? Dark Phoenix and Apocalypse but he did write Days of Future's Past oh uh-huh. <laughs> that was good See, though Days of Future's Past is actually really good dude he He's batting 25%. He's batting 250. That's, that's not a good batting average. Well. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Look, the movie's got a lot of problems, but it's enjoyable. If it's at the $2 theater, go see it. If it's a matinee, go see it. Um, it's a $2 popcorn movie. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Don't expect a lot from it. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Uh, yeah like I, look I saw Men in Black over the weekend we're not doing a show on it, that's why i bring it up but I saw Men in Black on the weekend and I was like okay that just happened okay and it's kind of like what I felt about Dark Phoenix it's a it's been a ho-hum summer thus far you know yeah it really has been Um yeah,
0: so, it's, yeah. Endgame's a tough act to follow
1: yeah but um not even Game because I forgot we've done I forgot we've done shows after Endgame haven't we or maybe yeah. we haven't Spider Man's come out in two weeks, so I'm happy. <laughs> I got Toy Story 4 coming out this week. I don't know if I'm going to see All
0: that. Right. All right, so what, what do you give this? How do you rate this? Out
1: of 10? Yeah. I'll give it up. I'll give it a six. 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 six.
0: Five. I'm going
1: five. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's, it, you're, yeah. Rec- you're recommending to watch it. I'm saying, I'm saying, watch. <sighs> But when it goes on Disney Plus, so you don't have to
1: pay for it. I'm saying watch it with stipulations. And if it's on TV and it's during one of the, the beginning or the end, keep watching it. Don't change that.
0: Okay, yeah. I agree with that one. Yeah. That's, that's I, look, it, it, it is what it is.
1: It's, again, I've seen worse X Men movies, so I'm not ah, out about it.
0: You are absolutely correct. Yeah. By them yeah. saying this is the worst, that is absolutely incorrect. It is definitely that's just, not the worst. It was Ridiculous. a fine movie. It was a little ho-hum for me. But when it, right. when it was action, it's great action. It was really Ooh. good action. That's about it.
1: I'm with you, my friend. I Yeah, they're just... <laughs> All right. People are going nuts over movies now.
0: Yeah, but you know what? When it comes to these, like, these things that you're watching, sometimes I think they're just... They're being sensational for the
1: sake of being sensational. To get downloads and stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah or, or um, feeding off people's this. aggressions that's all alright Dark Phoenix or Captain Marvel
0: as what oh, as what
1: oh what a what better movie had, Dark Phoenix Nazis had your children yeah, Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> um Dark yeah Phoenix. I'm, I'm thinking of that Phoenix. too Dark yes. Phoenix oh absolutely Dark <laughs> Phoenix. I definitely came away not I walked out of Captain Marvel not liking it I didn't come out of Dark Phoenix not liking it I oh I like, I, right. have,
0: I have zero desire to watch Captain Marvel again it does nothing for me it really does yeah. nothing yeah, Dark I would watch it.
1: <laughs> um, Dark Phoenix or Shazam? Shazam. Wrong guy. Uh, I'm trying to think it. Uh, Come on, Dark Phoenix or Endgame? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, look, we're giving it a, a meh. <laughs> you know, C. Five in the six, so right? you C know. plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C plus is definite. Yeah,
0: it's passing. I'm gonna
1: go see. Go see it with stipulations. You <laughs> got a free pass. That's six got a free pass that's going to expire soon, or it's a two dollar either, <laughs> or it's a matinee. You're bored. Definitely go see this movie, or go see Endgame again, because I'm always <laughs> of going, a for Endgame. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the actors did a great job. Again, uh, you named it. James mm-hmm. McAvoy, uh, he did great. Fassbender did great. You know, fine. Jennifer Chastain. I don't know what she was doing in the movie. Yeah,
1: whatever. <laughs> She's just like. How much? Okay.
0: Yeah, right. You know they probably said to her, "Hey, it's a Marvel movie."
1: She's like, "Oh, Wink. sign me up!" Yeah. What? Yeah, they they lean into that Marvel thing a lot, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's like the, uh, you know, with the, with the pages turning and stuff, and it's a Marvel. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, you're yeah. real. You were so proud of that, you know, seventeen years ago.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: It's like front and center. <laughs>
0: All, All right. right, let's see. You have any final thoughts?
1: Um, not the best way for the X Men movies to go out, but certainly not the worst. I think, I think, leaving going out on apocalypse would have been worse. Okay. I'm glad they gave okay.
0: us- one you. You 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 are definitely in the know of X Men more than I. If if you could replace this Dark Phoenix saga, like, what storyline would you want to see, or do you think would work well?
1: x-men
0: um what was that storyline where where uh oh man i think her name was calypso and they were like like underground and they pinned angels wings oh, against fall,
1: of that that, was fall of Mutants. that was yeah. sick
0: that was good yeah that
1: was brutal that's when the yeah. uh was it the reavers i think the reavers. After yes yes yeah that was awesome that was that was good. That, yes. that's a see we're talking about these multi-issue things that take um 10 years <laughs> yeah the thing yeah the thing with x-men is i don't i can't i don't know if they had a lot of i'm probably gonna get killed for this online but what i mean besides dark phoenix do they have a lot of great stories
0: they, i mean they like have, i like my
1: colin gaff story which i talk about but you can't make that into him. i mean you could make it into. Him, the, it you know sense.
0: the x-men to me it's like when i think of the x-men it's like watching a soap opera they have they have these great moments but they're moments you know like the phoenix mm-hmm. saga uh that was cool, you know. But they have these right. really cool moments. Days of Future Past, of course. You know, right. but uh, but yeah, you're right. I, I wouldn't. Mm, I couldn't nail it down. I oddly. think.
1: I think a version of uh, all new X Men where they were Wolverine, Storm, Thunderbird, but they all came out. Hear that? That would. Well, I'm the funny. thing is, the thing is they kind of intermixed the two teams, so you'd have to have. Uh, the situation of that team was the original team was captured, so Xavier had to call together all new mutants. Yeah, to to save them. So do that again with just different mutants. You know, like someone has to save the team of Storm, Jean Grey, Cyclops. That's cool. Nightcrawler. That's yeah, cool. I don't know who, What a but, cool way to bring yeah.
0: in newer characters too. Right.
1: You
0: know to realize yeah, then, other was- mutants.
1: Well, was good about that story was that the you know, original 5X, you know, he brought them in as teenagers, and he kind of raised them to be heroes. When he brought that team together, they were all adults, pretty much, and they all had been using their power, like, you know, Storm was using their powers in Africa, and Wolverine was just being Wolverine, and um, Nightcrawler, I think, was in Germany, and, and, and Thunderbird was helping out Wasn't people. Sunfire part of that so, group, or no? So, uh, yeah, when it, he, 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 he helped that issue, and then he, they asked him to join the team, he said no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Banshee Banshee was part of that team Banshee. I think yeah that, that was like, like an international team that was like yeah the,
0: I think in t- in today's yeah, that, times I think that would have worked
1: yeah that was like X-Men International because Kurt Nightcrow was German Storm was African uh, Thunderbird was Native American Colossus was uh, Colossus Russian, was Russian uh, Banshee was Irish and Sunfire was Japanese so they, yeah. uh, I think it's something that Claremont did purposefully See, how cool would
0: that Thank have been you, today yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would have yeah, nice. worked and, and that would have
1: been exciting. And, you know, the opening scene is is the original team getting trapped or whatever, getting captured, and then then the rest of the movie is the recruitment and saving of the team. Okay. And and the thing is, you introduce because spoiler alert, and uh, <laughs> Thunderbird gets killed in that first I- I- issue. So you you introduce the audience, the movie audience, to all these new mutants that are going to save the team, and you get them to like them, yeah. and they kill one of them in the end of the movie. Boom. Boom.
0: Yeah, see that Simon Kinberg <laughs> open a book buddy all
1: right. just stop writing x movies Simon you're, you're one for four <laughs> yeah, that's right if you're a baseball player you'd be alright but...
0: <laughs> alright Jonathan I got some thank yous mm-hmm. uh, we got here The Crush Rocks thank you for following us they're uh they're a cool band they do covers and stuff they, they sh- uh, they'll show some of their live videos uh, live performances which is cool and Backpack Studio app, they are a it's a program to record things like this, like a podcast. They have soundboards and whatnot. And they ha- they have this recent feature where you can start recording live. So oh, uh, awesome! Yeah, they're 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 back. They were the original program I used for my other podcast, Hidden Gems mm-hmm. Podcast, and uh, and then they kind of phased out, and now they're back again. They're coming back strong. So Backpack Studio app on Instagram.
1: Awesome! Yeah. Uh, Alan you can check us out on Nerdy Me podcast on Instagram or is he just Nerdy Me? I always get confused Nerdy Me Nerdy Me on Instagram Uh, you can also check out Alan's Dr. Indiana Jones on Instagram or Jonathan Mine's Mom's Basement Collectibles Dr. Indiana Jones is doing um, like 30 second one minute clips uh, one minute clips of the movies you're going to be starting Last Crusade soon The Last Crusade
0: is in pre-production my friend I got some things wow. ordered.
1: They're location scouting.
0: <laughs> well, oh, speaking of locations, you're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of this one. Oh, maybe I shouldn't spoil it.
1: No, don't spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil so, it. So uh, yeah, so so Alan's <laughs> doing that, and uh, Mom's basement collectibles. I am showcasing uh, just things that are in my mom's basement that I've been collecting: toys, collectibles, um, statues, comics. Warner Brothers Studio Store plates, you know all sorts of things. So uh, I've been putting something up there every day, uh, mostly the comics, mostly. Um, but I'll, I'll expand as I uh, as I find more stuff in the basement. So uh, yeah, that's us on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on Nerdy Me Podcast on YouTube, where you can watch Alan's full length episodes of Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, as well as Jonathan doing a lot of unboxings. And uh, Alan, your um, your twelve inch, what Indiana Jones? Oh, <laughs> relax. <laughs> your twelve inch Indiana Jones review, action figure review, is doing quite well on our channel. So, oh,
0: is it really? I haven't
1: <laughs> Yeah, people are enjoying it.
0: I was right. going to put on YouTube my my journey of learning the bullwhip. <laughs> okay, yeah, you should do that. Yeah, I've been. Put it all out. Hey, I've been I've, every time you open a
1: box, that you go on there. <laughs> I've
0: been asked a lot, like, uh, how are you doing? With it? Can you put, like, YouTube, you're learning the bullwhip bull and stuff? And I will say, I'm learning the bullwhip. I wish I had the video of my very first time using it because I had welts all over my ear, my neck, and my leg.
1: Oh, you're your ear,
0: dude? Oh, dude, it hurt. It hurt bad. I yeah, I mean, I wore eye protection and all that stuff, but I didn't think about ear protection
1: earmuffs yeah alright uh yeah and uh so that's Nerdy Me Podcast on YouTube Uh, Nerdy Me Podcast on Facebook yes sir yeah okay are we anywhere else
0: uh I think you said it
1: I think that's it Mm -hmm. alright till next time mutants